Welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. Brad Siv is a media and marketing executive who has a passion for learning about new foods, not just the enjoyment of food, but how food, cooking, and recipes intersect and bring people together. This passion led him to start Public Market with a team of longtime friends, a place where food, people, and culture have become one. The core belief behind Public Market is that life's most meaningful moments happen when humans and food intersect. Brad, welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. Thanks, Phil. I'm really happy to be here and uh, share Public Market with you today. So let's start. Uh, where did where did the idea come from to create Public Market? It, it, it started during COVID. Uh, you know, I think everyone had a lot of free time. I was thinking about the things that I miss, um, hanging out with friends, sharing food, um, you know, traveling. Um, and a big part of traveling was food experiences, going to public markets, um, you know, learning about the culture. So obviously for two plus years, you couldn't do that. Um, and then also, you know, I live by the original farmer's market here in Los Angeles and I would walk around and it would be empty. The storefronts would be closed. Um, restaurants were shutting down. So you know, with the, my group of friends that, you know, do love food and culinary experiences, we started a conversation about you know, what would we want to create uh, around food that's authentic? Um, you know, what are, what are, you know, what would we feel would be important? And we landed on storytelling and the stories behind the food and really took a look at what's out there in the marketplace on the digital uh, media landscape. And there wasn't a lot of, you know, storytelling about the food experience and the people that make the food. So what's the most, um, I, I don't want to say important, uh, but what's the most interesting uh, story that you've got about some of the foods and some of the recipes? Well, I, you know, I, I think there's a lot of different interesting stories. We, you know, highlight the San Pedro Fish Market, which is an institution here in Los Angeles that has a cult-like following. But I think one of the most interesting insights um, and stories is I was at a friend's house, Beverly, um, and she was having us over for dinner for one of the breaks in COVID where you can interact with um, people. And she was, you know, grew up in Seoul, South Korea. And she's saying during COVID, she made Korean comfort food for her family because it made her feel good. It reminded her growing up in, in Korea. Um, and, you know, it really brought joy to her and her family. And I said, that's a beautiful story. We should tell it. Um, Beverly is a concert pianist. Um, she is not someone who's been on camera before talking about food. She's a home cook, uh, but a very good home cook that knows how to cook um, traditional Korean food. And we thought that was really interesting. Um, so we filmed her going to the little book Korean market here in Los Angeles and creating this dish and talking about the passion and love behind it in history um, that, you know, from her grandmother to her mother that was passed down over generations. Um, and that's one of my favorite stories, you know, and it's not a, a you know, it's not a big restaurant because we can tell those stories and those are very interesting, but it's also about the home cook. And so that to me talks about the community and, and every recipe is a history lesson. Um, and, and, you know, it's an interesting history lesson. So when we look at public market um, in particular, what do you hope um, the takeaways are going to be for those people who log on? I think the, the first thing that we want to build is a place where, you know, uh, people are interested in food can come and enjoy culture um, enjoy human stories, um, spend time, and build a relationship with us. That's what we want to take away um, from. And it, we also want it to be something different than their currency right now in the digital landscape. Um, and so it's it's really about 
safety, high quality storytelling, um, but then also inviting them to tell their stories. So I think there's multiple different things that we're doing with public market. One is telling the stories of, of you know, of chefs out there um, whose stories can't be told or aren't being told because they're really interested in running a business or, you know, just telling the food stories of our community because I know there's a lot of people out there that have interesting stories and we'd like to tell those as well. So let's switch to the business side. But how do you make money at public market? I think there's there's multiple ways. There's a standard of um, you know programmatic advertising, um, you know affiliate marketing. Um, you know we're doing some you know branded content for brands that will be rolling out as, as well. Um, and I think you know in phase two of what we're trying to do is build a connection point where people can come and share and learn and teach um, you know their skill set with our community. So that we'll be rolling that out in phase two. Um, you know, but first we want to, we want to build a community. And I, I think, you know, initially, you know, I come from a, you know, marketing advertising background and so do some of our, our co-founders. And what we found is that there's a, a lack of high quality, shorter form content, um, for brands to engage in. And I went out and talked to some of my friends who are, you know, um, you know, running brands in the space. And they said, that is true. You know, we would like to place more, uh, you know, advertising on quality content that's aligned. Um, with our brand. And so what we felt is from a business side of it, what we wanted to do also fits the needs of a lot of brands. And so, you know, we are doing branded content a little bit differently in the sense of going out and talking about the story behind the brand and the what and the why, um, and curating that and then sharing that with our community, um, which is a little different than just running an ad um, or, you know, um, the, the brand's video. We're trying to really merge it with what public market is about, which is storytelling. Um, you know, and the what and the why behind uh, the brand um, and then curate that as well for our community. So when I think about your timing, um, it's it's either, you know, brilliant or lucky that, you know, what we've seen over the past couple of years is mm -hmm. TikTok becoming huge as it relates to food and restaurants and brands. Um, the stories from, you know, uh, bakeries, for example, that have been featured on TikTok, their sales double and triple. And now with the discussion that TikTok may be um, not allowed in the U.S., you're in in a perfect position to take over um, for for those people. Well, I I don't know about brilliant. I'll take lucky. Um, so uh, you know, I you know TikTok is you know um, a platform that you know at my previous companies you know we had influencers that were very successful on TikTok and made a lot of money and grew careers. I think there's a place for TikTok and there'll be a place for public market. Um, you know, if someday we would even be fractioned as successful as TikTok, that would be great. But I think we're doing different things in the sense of we want to tell a little bit more of the story behind it. TikTok's more short form, small clips. Um, you know, a lot of the content out there is, hey, this is a recipe for the day or isn't this a cool, you know, for instance, the hot thing right now is this lasagna soup. Um, quick, easy, make it. Um, you know, we're doing a little bit different, um, you know, type of content. So I think we fit in a white space um, that hasn't really been, um, you know, developed yet. And I, I think we want to focus in on that. I, I think for our business, being very focused on what our mission is and what we're trying to do is, is paramount. Um, but using TikTok to help grow our audience so people understand what we're doing. But um, yeah, I, you know, 
what's going to happen with TikTok in the future, I think will be really interesting for a lot of the creators um, in the food community, chefs and restaurants, um, you know, that could negatively impact their business. So, you know, Brad, when we when we look at public market today, it's digital. Is there ever going to be a time where I'm going to be able to go into a storefront and purchase, um, whether it's the foods themselves or purchase online uh, to get these recipes so it makes it easier for me? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a part of what we want to do, which would be phase two or three of our plan, uh, that we do talk to people that are um, investing in public market. Um, you know, we believe that there are spaces, virtual spaces that we can engage. I don't want to get into metaverse or web three. Um, I think a lot of that is hyped up. I think a lot right. of that is long-term down the road, but I do think there's opportunities where we can create public markets, um, that are, do not exist. And we are working, um, fast and furious on that as part of a longer term plan that you got to build the community first and make sure that everything starts with our content and our storytelling. But you know, you can go to places in the country that have absolutely amazing wines, food culture, um, but there's no public market that brings it all together. People can't discover that, right? So we want to, in, you know, phase two, phase three of our company, bring that together and provide that inside our marketplace, um, you know, to the to the greater community here in the U.S. and globally as well. You know, we're starting to see those ideas and test um, with, you know, a partner of Rosselli Wines, who's based in Italy. Um, and some other people that will be rolling out, um, you know, in the next three or four months, some some different, um, you know, kind of opportunities um, through public market. So that is something that, you know, to your point, I think will be a, a, a core focus of us down the road once we build a community and, and people understand kind of our storytelling. Well, Brad, um, I'm, I'm going to say that I don't think you're just lucky. I think you're, you know, kind of smart about this whole thing, too. And, and really, as you point out, there is a white space that exists in the food world um, that brings it to a much higher level than we're seeing on social media today. Um, so congratulations. I think it's a great um, opportunity for the food world, not only you and, and your partners and investors, but to really be able to have that voice and see through the lens of, of qualified people that can really talk about food. Um, so thanks so much for, for launching it. Great look at it. Um, and, um, you know, thanks for joining us on Lost in the Supermarket. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, excited to see where it goes. Mm -hmm.